What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and we are in week 18, which is the first ever in, in the NFL season because there are now 18 weeks of football. I'm your host, Just the West, and for the last regular season game of the year, I have my co-host, Kamo. Kamo, are you there? Just the West, happy to be with you on this fine uh, week 18 Friday evening, as you said before. First time ever. Um, I know a lot of players are not too happy about having additional game. Um, but for yeah, us, usually football, 16 games and now they're right. doing 17 regular season games, right? For us football fans, it's nice. It's just, it's just another week of, 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 of good old-fashioned football. Exactly. And I don't know if you've noticed, um, my voice is a little off. I got a bit of a sore throat, which is... Uh-oh. 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 Do I got COVID? I, I don't know, but uh, yeah. I don't know how it is in Seattle, but in the Bay Area, that is all the talk. It's like a sci-fi movie right now. And even during the holidays, by the way, Happy New Year, bro. But oh, yeah. during the holidays, like the last couple of weeks, you know, spending time with family and friends. Yeah. You know, and then you hear so-and-so tested positive and, oh, friend of a friend. I've had several scares and then uh, I'm not going to lie, so – Couple of days ago, I got a sore throat, and I was like, "Oh, I don't." I, don't uh, know. I feel okay, but dude, I mean, you know. honestly, you know, if you cough, sneeze, it, it could be anything. But I think, I think, honestly, it's just, at this rate, it's just a matter of time before everyone gets it. It's just, it's almost inevitable. So. It really is a sci-fi movie, though. I thought twenty twenty one was was bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, twenty twenty one was bad, but yeah. now it's just everyone's just. With fucking paranoid and everyone's yeah. getting it. It's, just, it's like, have you seen that meme? It's like the the guy who's like looking back at the other girl, and it's like twenty, like twenty twenty one, and then like twenty twenty two. It's like the same thing again, right? Or like the Spider Man's pointing at each other. I know, bro. <laughs> honestly, these last two years, it's been such such a whirlwind, and I, I can't believe we're. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm losing my prime time years, by the way, in, ter- in terms of a uh, you know dating profile and all that. <laughs> hey, I mean. You know, uh, at least you are officially a, a Zoom uh, Zoom master at this point, right? Your camera presence is spot on. That is right. That is right. <laughs> so, onwards, I'm sure our uh, loyal listeners care deeply about my dating life. So, onwards to the NFC West. Okay, so we we are at week 18, <laughs> yeah. and uh, this is gonna be it's it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, this is the first time, like I mentioned before, we have 17 regular season games. And this is the first time where you have three wild card spots in both the NFC and AFC conference. And so because of all that collectively, as we go into this last week of the season, a lot of games matter right now because everyone is trying to vie for playoff spots, clinch the division, you know, um, make a case to be in the postseason. And that could not be (laughs) – that is exactly the case for the NFC West because you have the Rams – and mind you, the the Rams like shout out to them. So they are slated to, to win the NFC West right now. They are twelve and four. The Cardinals they're eleven and five. They were on a three game skid. They beat the Cowboys on the road. Really good win for them. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a win against a team like the Cowboys uh, above five hundred. They they were messing up in weeks past. So they're eleven and five. The Niners are nine and seven. They honestly they dropped games to like the Titans, mm-hmm. the Colts, the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, and so they're on the brink of postseason. They could have honestly clinched it a while ago, but right now they're fighting for their lives. Yeah. And then you have the Seahawks. They're they're six and ten, right uh, more so as a spoiler. But you know, you saw Russell Wilson for the first time in a while 
over 400 yards of offense, four mm-hmm. touchdowns, what, 51 points against the Lions yeah. at home? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's it's a pretty lit division right now. It is, yeah. I mean, the Seahawks, they're, they're the only ones officially, officially eliminated as of last week, I believe, right? That is correct. And so, they are projected to have their first losing season uh, in the Russell Wilson era, which yeah. is crazy to think, you know, the, he's been with the Seahawks for like 10 years and yeah, uh, they've, they've always been in contention. So this is the first time in a very long time. I know last week there was a lot of chatter of like, oh, is this Russ's last game in Seattle at home? And then he goes up and puts up a huge performance like DK. Eight. He had three touchdowns. Three like, touchdowns, right. Crazy, right? Like, where was this happening all season? And then all of a well, sudden, I mean, like, I mean okay. it's, it's, it's the Lions, right? You, I mean, you had to say that. But okay, like, Rashad Penny, he uh, they declined his fifth year option because he was doing jack shit his entire and then, time. <laughs> and now he's having. I mean, you, you saw what he did last week, and right? He, but he didn't show up for you on your on the fan, on your fantasy playoff day, right? Where you needed him the most. Yeah, that was really rough. I think that was three weeks ago when I needed him to do well. Yeah. He did not. You know what? I feel for you, man, because you know I I literally was in first place and lost uh, because of T Higgins put up forty five points on one yeah. game, and then that was it. <laughs> I mean those Bengals, and then the week right after Jamar Chase, yeah, like fifty points on on his end, like two hundred exactly. yards. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's a tangent there, but uh, no, honestly, people were saying, you know, this is, this is Russ, especially because how Russ had played the weeks prior. You know, it just didn't seem. I mean, he could he did come out and say that he came back too early from the from the from the hand injury. Yeah. Uh, so it so he must have he definitely healed for last game because that was like you know more of the kind of Seahawks offense we're, we're used to seeing before. But, um, you know, I know there's lots of clamoring about what's going to happen next with him here in Seattle. Uh, gosh, it's hard to say. It's kind of all across the board. I mean, he's beloved here. I would say that, you know, this season's obviously just kind of a wash. You know, they're going to come back next year. My gut feeling is that he will be back. I think he does want to stay here. I think that you know, it's only the first year under their new OC. Give it another year, get some better draft picks. Um, you know, fill fill the roster with some more free agents. Um, I think they'll run it back next year. Okay, so if you're on the tip that Russell Wilson says, which I don't mind because this is very hard to find a franchise yeah. quarterback, which he is. And I heard, I heard, uh, I forgot where someone on the local Seattle sports radio saying something about you know, you know. Oh, is there really a better quarterback you're going to draft or, or sign a free agency better than Russell Wilson? The answer is probably no at this point, right? I mean, you know, word in the street through his agent or, or someone, um, you know, that he's got a no trade clause. So right. it's not looking to go anywhere, but right, right. he would waive his no, no trade clause to like the Broncos, Broncos the Saints, right. yeah. Bears. I right. mean, you know, there's a couple teams, you know, so, uh, some emerging markets where he, he'd like to be featured, right? Yeah. But for the for Seahawks, like, what are you gonna do from there? You gonna you gonna draft? I don't even know who's on the top of the quarterback board for this next year. I mean, it's all like DN, defensive ends at the top of the board at the, at this point. So, it's a pretty weak class. No, I'm, right. I'm not gonna lie. Bro. Are you gonna trade for you know? Are you gonna trade for at this point? You know, so I, that's why I feel like he's been here for he's settled here. He really likes he he's actually one of those guys who actually lives like in Seattle or lives in, within the area. So it's not. Like oh, he, Oh, he lives with the the common folk. Okay, that's well, nice. over in the, over in Mercer Island, the uh, elite kind of uh, you know Microsoft community and such. So. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, that, that makes sense. Anyway, no, he's a uh, he's around. I, so my gut feeling is that he will be back, and if they can just help the supporting cast, O line, all other good stuff as well. Well, so c- 
conversely, then, if he stays, like, I, I don't know, John Schneider, Pete Carroll, like, do you think someone's got to go? Yeah, I mean, Pete's up there in age. He's, what, 71 at this point? Oldest coach in the in the NFL. Yeah, and then you got, like, Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, and Kyle Shanahan now in yeah. the division, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, hard to say. I mean, those guys, you know, winning a Super Bowl really gives you a lot of leverage for a lot of years. And when you come close twice, um, you know, I think that Seattle is just, like, they're so hungry for a championship that they finally got one. And, you know, because the Mariners suck and, and, and everything else, and that Sonic's left, they just are holding on to that for a long time. <laughs> they could have, too. You, you can make a case, right? They could have, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's a different topic. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think they're going to – I think he's going to come back next year. Uh, I don't know what the contract's going to look like for how long. Um, but, yeah, that just makes more, the most sense to me. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, like I mentioned before, um, Rams, Cardinals, Niners, they're in the mix for the playoffs. Seahawks, not so much. But what I like about this week 18 is all the games matter for the NFC West. And let, let's go through a couple scenarios. Okay. So, you know, you have the Seahawks at Arizona. You have the Niners at the Rams. And I'll, I'll just break it down really, really quick, you know, um, because all these games are kind of contingent upon the other, especially about who wins the NFC West. And more importantly, you know, if, if you might get three NFC West teams in the postseason, which it could happen now because there's three wildcard spots right. uh, to make that happen. So, you know, the Rams, they played the Niners. And the interesting thing about it is they um, – the Rams, they currently are a game ahead on the division – but they have a worse uh, divisional record in the NFC West. They're three and two. The Cardinals are four and one. Um, so if the Cardinals were to win their game outright against the Seahawks, and the Rams were were to were to win or or lose, it doesn't matter. But let's just say both of them were to win because the Cardinals have the better NFC West record at four and one. You know, if they win, we'll make it five and one. Yeah. Then they would have the tiebreaker, so they would win the NFC West. I see. Okay, so it doesn't matter if the Reds win or lose, but if the Cardinals win, um, they they win the division. Okay, but if the um, if the Rams win and the Cardinals lose, uh, yeah, the, the the Rams clinch. They win the division. So okay. in either case, would who how would the seeding work then for the for the teams if say the Rams won and they won the division? How would the Cardinals? Automatically be the number two seed, or how would that work? From what I understand, and there's still a couple moving pieces, which makes these things a lot really fun. So you have the Packers mm-hmm. at number one, uh, Bucks two, and then the Cowboys or the Rams or the Cardinals. There's a couple things moving up there. They would take the three spots, mm-hmm. and then whoever loses, whether it's the Cardinals or the Rams, uh, most likely they would take the five spot. I see. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know all the details per se, but that's, you know, I, I did my fair share of just trying to get the footnotes and that's how I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could be as high as three or even fall to five. Um, I don't know. They're, 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 and then, then you have the Niners who are vying for either the sixth seed mm-hmm. or the seventh seed in, in the wild card. Um, right. And so for the Niners, conversely, mentioned before, if they had – I mean, shoot – Kama, we were there at Seattle for that Niners game. If they had won that game, or they won that game at Tennessee, or yeah. they won the Colts game, or they won the Packers game where they were out with 37 seconds left, 
I mean, you know, you're looking in instead of a nine and seven team, you're looking at like a 12 win team, but that's, that's football. I mean, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, so they're fighting for their playoff lives. And so for the nine, for the Niners, here's the interesting thing about them. If the Niners and the Rams, because they're playing to, uh, on Sunday, yeah. if the Niners and the Rams, if they were to tie, actually, which I doubt that they'll agree to, yeah. but if they were to tie, the Rams would win the division, mm-hmm. and then the Niners would get a, a postseason berth. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> a tie. Crazy. What are the odds of that happening? It's not going to happen, unless it goes to overtime and some shit happens. But That's true. Uh, but honestly, what makes things interesting is the Seahawks-Cardinals game, the Niners-Rams game, they're both being played at 125. So even if you knew, like, they, they got to play their, their best games. Right, right. You know I'm saying it's not like one has a 10 o'clock game, and based on that outcome, you're going to bench your players for the other guys because you're right. whatever. So you have that going. And then for the Niners, if they win, they're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. In. They're in regardless, okay? Right. Either they take the sixth seed or the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. But because they're 9-7, and seven, they're right at the cusp, mm-hmm. um, they have – one team that could bump ahead of them, and that's the New Orleans Saints. And the reason why the Saints could bump them is because, you know, there's the Vikings, there's the Eagles, there's all these teams that the Niners have played where they have defeated them, and they have the tiebreaker because of that. But they have not played the Saints this season. And because they have not played them, and because I believe the Saints have a better divisional record in the NFC South, mm-hmm. If both records were the same, which they are currently right now, they're both nine and seven, then the Saints would take their spot. Wow. Huh. So if the Saints win and the Niners win, I, I believe I believe the um I believe the Niners take it. But right. if the nine if the Niners lose, the Saints win, then the Niners are completely out. They're completely yeah. out. <laughs> so just a That's lot crazy. of drama happening. There's yeah. a lot going on, especially since the Niners have had such a hot and cold season beginning they start the season what two and oh three and oh there's a lot of like excitement like oh this is it this team's on a roll and they lose a bunch oh, no, of- no 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 they started the season two and four but they started two and oh and then they lost four straight right yeah they started two yeah, yeah, yeah. two and four so was their game they're like oh the niners are two and oh they're gonna you know they're gonna keep playing and then they had this this you know total like losing streak and then they came back from playing well so yeah i mean just it just feels like if they're gonna move it would be very unfortunate if they were to miss the playoffs just based on like their, what their schedule has been like and how they've competed this year. Because like you said, a lot of these games have been close. We were at the Seahawks game. It was close. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's team sport too. Seahawks game. They lost because of special teams. Yeah. Tennessee, they lost because of Jamie G. Let's just say it out loud. And the Packers game, they lost because their defense couldn't hold them for like the last 37 seconds. I mean, it's been frustrating, right? Yeah. And again, you know, the, you know, you, shout out to players like, you know, Elijah Mitchell and, the you know, player, you know, Nick Bosa, all these guys who played really well this year. And it's just like, it'd be unfortunate if they just, it was all kind of for nothing. But Well, and it makes you wonder too, because they started two and four, they, they kept the ship and now they're, you know, regardless yeah. of how this, this goes, but Kyle Shannon will have a winning record. Yeah. Uh, he He's had a, well, you know, uh, he, he struggled in years past, but he made the Super Bowl one year. Yep. Um, but I think this is this will kind of put the icing on the cake, meaning that you know they they want to make the playoffs. I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but what what were your thoughts on uh, on uh, on Trey Area last week as a starter? 
So that makes things interesting as we go into this Rams game because we don't know who the hell is going to start a quarterback right now. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has been on record during today's Friday presser. He just said, I, I know who's going to play, but I'm not telling you guys. Right, of course. The reason why he's doing that is because he wants the Rams defense to plan for, for both quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trey Lester looked re- really good the second half. Mm-hmm. It was a total two different halves. He struggled the first half. He got some momentum to get the field goal to be down 3-7, and then he started to really loosen up at the second half. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he played like he did in the second half, I think they'll be fine against the Rams. But, you know, the Texans are not the Rams. The Rams are a top-five defensive yes. unit Yeah, on the road. Um, a lot of pressure on the kid. And, you know, if he loses, like, to be quite honest, it's not his fault. It's not his fault that the Niners are putting this must-win position. But, yeah. you know, that's why Kyle Shanahan is kind of alluding that he might play Jamie's Garoppolo uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo that's not 100%. A Jimmy Garoppolo that has, what, a torn UCL tendon oh, on his on his thumb. I know you're in the medical field, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently, typically, this takes about four to six weeks to heal. But uh, they're going to they're gonna, – he looked okay in practice. I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't know if you saw that clip. They asked him about it, and he was just like, yeah, it effing hurts. Like He's like, no lies. Like, this thing hurts. It hurts. No, I would imagine, like, during your throwing hand, like, you know, how much you have to grip the ball. Like, I mean, if that's the case, you know, expect – I mean, Niners' run game is, you know, way heavily on, on, on some of those backs there and, and a lot of blocking up front. But how are you going to stop Aaron Donald and Von Miller? Like, <laughs> So, know. yeah, let's, let's go ahead and dive into this game. So you have the Niners at the Rams. I mean, what do you think the spread is? I, I know it, but I'm just – guess the line <laughs> – Niners, Rams, I'm going to say... At SoFi, at SoFi. At SoFi. I'm going to say over, under... What? 42? 42, what about the line? Who's favored? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Rams minus... It's going to be probably more than a field goal. Minus six and a half? Seven and a half? Okay. Wow. Uh, four and a half. Four and a four half. half. Okay. okay. This is a really weird number, by the way. Four and a yeah. half is a really odd yeah. line. Four and a half. So okay. four and a half, the over-under is 44 and a half, which is kind of fair. Yeah. Um, it's a game where, you know, like the last five matchups, the, the Niners have won yeah. the last five games. So yeah, it's yeah. been like 1,100 days since the Rams have defeated the Niners. Yeah. Which means maybe the Rams are due. Um, but Or you could say that Kyle Shanahan – Owens McVeigh, but we're going to find out because this sort of game has never been higher for, for both these teams. You know, yeah. if, if the Rams win, they win the division. If, uh, if the Niners win, yeah, they're in the playoffs. Do, right? do, you, do you happen to have the number of what, what, what the Rams record is at home since SoFi opened? I shoot. I'm just curious if that's a factor at all. Uh, I, could I could check. Let me check really quick if I can find it. Hold up. You know what? I can't find it right now. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But um, I don't know, man. So, well, let, let me ask you this. So, so going into this, it's a weird four and a half. I think if you knew who was at – let me ask you this too. If Jimmy G or Trey Lance, if you knew who the starter was, um, would the spread be hot? Or okay. how, did I, how did I phrase it? 
Um, if you knew one quarterback was for sure starting, yeah. If all right, so if Jimmy was starting, what would the spread be? Would it be higher or lower than four and a half? If Trey was starting, would it be higher or lower than four and a half? Maybe I mean that could be what the reason why it's such a weird number. Um, it's because factoring that in. I mean, Trey's a rookie, right? I mean, excuse right. me, second year. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Trey's oh, a rookie. Yeah. It's been a long year. Uh, he's a rookie, so. I mean, automatically, I feel like, you feel like you're going to have to kind of give the edge to Jimmy, even though he's not 100% because he's a veteran. So I would say that if we knew Jimmy was starting, I think the line would be slightly, you know, less, maybe three and a half, minus three and a half. Okay. okay. And converse the other way. So I think if they knew it was Trey Lance, it might extend a little bit more, but probably not that lot. So, I mean, and for context, you know, why have the Niners been so successful against the Rams? It's just the way that the Niners match up against the Rams, they, their strengths are really good against the Rams. And the reason why I say that is because for one, they they can run the football really well. They're physical. So they kind of take away that sort of edge pass rushing that Aaron Donald and Von Miller bring. Cause you, you get them tired. You run the football, you extend time of possession, you extend the plays. And the reason why they, they were able to win this pass, the last matchup was because, Jimmy Garoppolo was excellent on third down mm-hmm. where they were able to move the chains, have these 13 play mm-hmm. craziest drives. And, you know, you got the defense tired. And then more importantly, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo does an excellent, I mean, you can say what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo, but he does an excellent job in short to intermediate throws. Mm-hmm. And the biggest Achilles for the Rams would be their linebackers in coverage. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at Troy reader for, for sure. So George Kittle, mm-hmm. I'll use check those guys in, in, in the middle of the field. That is what Jimmy does. Well, that is why Jimmy is able to move the chains. And that's why, you know, that's probably why Shanahan is, you know, if, if Jimmy was a hundred, he'd for sure be starting over Trey, but. Right. I mean, and that gives Trey is probably some comfort as well, knowing that he doesn't have to be pressured to throw the deep ball and that he has the, the added comfort of being able to drop it kind of in the mid zone area to, Kittle or use check and just get those you know yards out of the carry and just move the chains you know all day essentially. But I can understand why Shanahan and don't get me wrong, Trey Lance's arm is tenfold better than than Jimmy Garoppolo. But yeah. if you know that Trey Lance has this little hitch, his windup is a lot longer mm-hmm. than Jimmy. His release is a lot longer than Jimmy. But if you know that, um, that does not go well for the Rams because if you sit in the pocket for a little bit too long, whether it's Von Miller or Aaron Donald, like they will fuck your shit up. Like who, uh, you need to throw the ball out quickly. Who uh, Who is going to stop uh, uh, Cooper Cup in his historic season this year? And That's another great point too, because there's a lot of moving factors for this Niners-Rams matchup. So like – couple days ago like the whole secondary tested positive for covid right. Right. that includes k1 williams uh lenore Embry thomas jimmy ward from that group i uh even dante johnson mm-hmm. the barnacle but Embry thomas tested back in they're hoping by tomorrow which will be today when we post it that they can get them back but you know that's that nickel spot whether it's i don't know k1 williams or lenore like Whoever takes the nickel position is going to be very important against Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. And then Odell's been playing much better as well. <clears throat> yes. No, yes. He's had touchdowns. Like, 
I think he's got a touchdown the last four out of the five games. Four, yeah. He's starting, he's starting yeah. to get on. And then also another um, another interesting factor is Cam Akers. They're a running back who tore his Achilles or, I don't know, injured his Achilles. He's back. He's back. Apparently, mm-hmm. he, they're going to play him. So that might be the X factor. I know that Sonny Michelle has been playing really well for them in recent weeks, but uh, things to consider. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as much as I, as I want the Niners to win this out, obviously to make the playoffs, I just feel like it's going to be really tough on the road in a game where the, the Rams really want that number one seed. And that the way they'll get it is by winning this game and not relying on, on the Cardinals to lose. I'll tell you this, though. Another uh, X factor. Well, I don't know if it's an X factor for Rams fans, but Matthew Stafford's been throwing a lot of picks lately. Mm. A lot of pick sixes at that. Mm. Uh, he threw a pick six against the Ravens. They still won. They won like 29-19. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, any other final thoughts to this game? If not, we can give the game prediction. But a lot of lot of cool things to to put put fold. Yeah, I'm no. Gonna, let's, uh, let's, let's just make the predictions. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun, fun game. I think it's gonna be a game that, uh, you know, I think that Jimmy might get the starts, mm-hmm. uh, or going back to the. The DePartello, um, Joe Montana days. Maybe they might do a little dual quarterback. Oh, okay. Where you have Jimmy Garoppolo take the field, and once they get in the red zone, put Trey Lance in. Yeah. Um, they did that at the beginning of the season, right? A couple times. They did it a couple times, and then maybe now, you know, as we go into Week 18, hmm. maybe that's what's been brewing. Maybe. Um, and that would. That would definitely challenge Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator, and, and this Rams defense. But however you spin it, I think it's going to be like a 31-28 game. It's going to be really oh. close. Okay. I think it's going to be a close game. I think that both teams are going to turn the ball over, whether it's Matthew Stafford or Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance or fumbles. Like I think it's going to be a really topsy-turvy sort of game. But give me the Niners 31 to 28. I think wow. it's going to be one of those sort of games. It's going to be a game that I think we'll be talking about it during the offseason because if the Niners, the Niners win, yeah, it's great. If they lose that game, yeah. Um, you know, people will be like, oh, it's a wasted season. Like, you should have played Trey. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it's going, to be, it's going to be really impactful regardless of the outcome. Yeah. I, um, I, I hope that I'm wrong, but I just have a bad feeling that it's going to be one of those gut kind of punching games where it's going to be like, man, now we're just going to have to wait on hopefully the Saints to lose as well. I think, I feel like the Rams are going to squeak it out 27-24 at home. As much as I hope I'm wrong about that case, but. Well, why do you think so? Why do you think they squeak it as much as you don't want to. Well, I, I, like I said, I think it's going to be like, similar to you, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I don't know if they're going to make it into the 30s. That's why I said 27-24. I think, like you said, factors, turnovers. Um, I think that the game might start off a little slow um, and then kind of pick up pace in the second half. But I just feel like the nine, the Rams have just this, you know, Cooper Cup's having a historic season. I feel like some he's going to score a touchdown at some point and it's just going to kind of tip in the favor of the Rams. So the, the Rams are due, in other words, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Like again, like I said, I hope hopefully that's not the case, and that Niners can make it in. Rams are already going to make it in, so you know maybe we'll see them again. Okay. Um, I'll ask another question. Let's just say the if the Niners lose, the Saints are playing the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Saints win? Do you think the Falcons win? Do you think who's at home win? in that game? It's a uh, is that one more really quick. That game is at Atlanta. So it's for, if it was at home for the Saints, it would be yeah, be done. But yeah. you know, on the road, they're a different team. Yeah, no, I mean Falcons. I think I don't know what the record is, but you know they've uh, they're as we all know, there's been this resurgence of a uh, Cordero Patterson this year. Yeah, I mean they're not a good team, but they're divisional. They're divisional, know? and they're it's kind of like the Seahawks and Cardinals, like you know, divisional. Yeah, they're, you they're know? at home. You know, and this could be, I don't know what Matt Ryan's future looks like. So who knows if this is one of his last games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you always got to give the nod to the home team, especially in a divisional game. So uh, I would take the I'd take the Falcons in that case. So, you, oh, man, that might be, oh, I would love for that to happen. So you think the Niners are going to lose, but they're still going to make the playoffs because the Saints are going to lose. I, you know. And that's I, the road that the Niners – are still in yeah that's that's you know again i think that's a, not a likely scenario but i think it could work out that way i mean would okay. i would i prefer niners go down to la and win like 48 to 10 like absolutely but i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> okay okay all right onwards we go onwards we go so you know i know we talked a lot about rams niners because it's it's a pretty lit game yeah. Not as lit, but still interesting. <laughs> um, you have the Seahawks at the Cardinals. Yep. <coughs> you used to live in Arizona. You used to live in Scottsdale. Yep. So, I mean, what, what's the I guess the line for that one? Uh, I'm going to say over under 46. Uh, oh. I'm going to say Cardinals are probably at least a touchdown. Minus... I'm going to say minus six and a half. Oh, my God. You got you are exactly right. It is six and a half. Are you serious? I totally guess. You got it exactly on. It is Cardinal six and a half over under 48. Oh, shit. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Dude, I you fucking nailed it. Nice. Damn. Thanks. So this is a game where, like, as you mentioned, because you're a big Seahawks fan, like, their season's done. But yeah. You know, Russell Wilson and this offense, like, yeah, I think that uh, uh, there's a couple of records that could be had just, just for extra credits, even though the, the season's over. I think um, I think Tyler Lockett needs, like, I don't know, like 30, 40 yards to have an 1,100-yard season. It'll mm-hmm. be, like, you know, which is pretty sweet. I think that DK Metcalf, like, needs, I don't know, 230 yards to get a doubt. A thousand yard season. I think that um, there's a couple things that would be nice for the Seahawks. That, that doesn't really matter. Um, for the Cardinals, though, they want to win this game because if they win this outright, then they, uh, yeah, then they win the NFC West, right? They win the NFC West. Um, they're in the playoffs regardless. But I did see that the the Cardinals are also getting are they getting JJ Watt back for this game? So excellent point. I saw this on Twitter just to clarify. So J.J. Watt has been 
taken off the IR. He is practicing. He's not going to play this game. Mm, He's just started practicing. But you might be back for postseason. Gotcha. But it was, you know, give him a lot of credit. There was um, a very slim chance that he would even be back this season to play, let alone coming off the IR and to have a chance. So that's pretty cool. So this game, I think, like you said, the Seahawks have, you know, really just have pride to play for. I think they're a pretty prideful team. Um, you know, Russ is, you know, they say he's the, you know, he's the, the ultimate winner and leader in that locker room. So, um, you know, I think, that, I think, I don't think they're going to lay, they're going to lay down for this game. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a fun game. Um, but again, the, how much the Cardinals have, have to, how much they want to win this game, they're going to throw out everything at the, at the Seahawks. So, I mean, to your point, I, I like take, um, I wouldn't mind the plus six and a half uh, in favor of Seattle. I think that uh, Russell Wilson, Rashad Penny, and this offense, I mean, starting to come along. Yeah. 51 points last week. I mean, yeah, again against the Lions, but um, still 51. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I guess you've been carrying over that kind of chemistry they've been trying to build with between Russ and DK all season. Maybe they've finally gotten to the point. Um, who knows? One thing that I mean, it sucks, but Bobby Wagner, he's not playing this game, he's hurt. Uh, Zach Ertz should probably eat in the middle of the field. Um, Cardinals, you know, they don't have the other Hopkins right now. He might come back for the postseason, but you know, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, Rondale Moore, um, you know, they're uh, I think. James Conner, he should play this game, actually. It's been Chase Edmonds lately. Um, it really depends on what you're getting out of the Seahawks team. Uh, to your point, are they going to be motivated? I, I hope so. I hope so. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just – I know we were talking intensely about this Niners rams game, but, you know, when you look at this game, it's not as crazy, yeah. I guess. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, eyes will be focused on uh, probably the, the other NFC West games as well. But um, – if you want to get into predictions, I feel like I think Ram. I think the Cardinals are going to take this at home. I'm going to say Cardinals <coughs> fairly high scoring. I'm going to say Cardinals 31, Seahawks 24. Oh, you know what? I agree with you. 31-24, that's what, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, pretty pretty close. Uh, yeah. 31-24, yeah. a touchdown. I think yeah. that'll yeah. go back and forth. Um, it should be a fun game, though. Yeah. And uh, Russell Wilson versus Kyler Murray, that's something that you're, you're always excited to see. The, uh, the sub-six-foot guys club. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but I will say this, though. Uh, the Cardinals front seven, their pass rush should be rocked and ready to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I am excited for Sunday. I'm excited because you have the Niners, the Rams, which is the game of the NFC West to watch. Cardinals is more so for seeding, but, I mean, obviously you want to see if they can win the NFC West. You can watch that Saints-Falcons game as well. Uh, Even though it's not the NFC West, I still am excited to see Sunday Night Football between the L.A. Chargers and – the Las Vegas Raiders, because whoever wins that game goes into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw that. <laughs> like, like I said, like the, the NFL, they did a great job. They did. Make things relevant. So you have like a full slate during the 1 o'clock sets, and then you have Sunday Night Football. That's going to be lit. 
And then, you know, for us, I mean, we're Warriors fans. That's the debut of Clay Thompson against the Cavaliers. I'm just like, fuck. This is a lot of good stuff going on in Sunday. I saw saw, saw, uh, someone someone from high school post on their Instagram story that they they got got tickets to Sunday's game, Warriors game. Like, dude, that that game is good. That place is going to be so loud. I mean, this is going to be the hottest ticket. Hottest ticket. I mean, I mean, they, it's a, it's he's been waiting two years for this. Can you imagine that first three hit or whatever? It's going to be like so crazy. So I know. So you have that. And most importantly, too, later on that night, so, Attack on Titan, the new season's coming hey, out. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, like I said, Niners, Chargers, uh, Clay Thompson, Attack on Titan. Like, I, I am. You got you got to all your, you got to set up all your screens out up front. You know your laptop, iPad, like just. I got to get a good Peloton ride in the morning. I'll do like an hour. I'll wake up early, get an hour Peloton ride. Yeah, just to find the means because I'm going to be glued to my TV, ready to go. Because this is a lot of good stuff, all in one day, baby. All in one day. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be good. So. But it's it's cold. It's cold as shit here, and it's been raining. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, hey, to our loyal listeners, Happy New Year. Stay safe out there. Thank you for checking out our last regular season pod. I can't believe it's we're done with the 2021 season. Uh, continue to follow the pod, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes. Also, Twitter, at Just the West. Instagram, at Just the West. And, of course, the blog, which needs some improvement now, but it's www.justthewest.com. Camo, I appreciate your time. Until next time, we out here. We out here. Peace.